All right, so uh, Eastmaker on HBO, they dropped the first three episodes. We didn't get a chance to do those, so we're just going to do the first four all together. Uh, Jay, what is the basic premise of this show? What show? Peacemaker. Oh, uh, this is just, uh, I, th- I think this is just a kind of in-depth look on how the Peacemaker lives his life. And he's also kind of had a, oh, uh, what do you call it? Oh. I know, with the, with the building falling on him, I think he kind of had a deep look inside and he took a deep dive into his self and now he wants to be a better person. He doesn't yeah. want to just, but go ahead. He's trying to be a better person every episode, isn't he? Like, I think that's because you can't. You, you've got somebody like John Cena, who's, you know, you would say very likable celebrity type person, and chimp arm, um, always, <laughs> always is out there. You know, he 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 wants to be the Rock so yeah. bad, right? Yeah, yeah. He's so thirsty for things. Well, he can do the comedy part. He does it well, better than the Rock. Well, I think he's what got works a lot better. And and with this, he's so thirsty and so hungry for that. He's willing to go blue, like. The Rock would never do any of this stuff. No, he wouldn't. No. So I, that that sets him apart from him is that mm. even going back to uh, Trainwreck, him walking around with like a sock on his dick or whatever, oh, like yeah. all those like he's willing to make jokes about stuff yeah. or you know the blowjob joke with the guy in the the, the movie theater, or whatever yeah, you yeah. know. Remember uh, from Trainwreck. But anyway, they're like yeah, he's, he's, in the theater turns around, he threatens to fuck the guy or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't see that. What just happened? What? The train the, the the scene in the theater and the scene where those two are fucking. Probably the two best scenes in a whole fucking movie, and John Cena's in both of them. I'll find him for you. We'll go ahead, Sean, continue to play. But yeah, so <laughs> the idea of this is that you've got him in uh, Suicide, The Suicide Squad, the, the sequel remake movie, and he ends up kind of being the bad guy of The Suicide Squad. Yeah, but he also doesn't seem like he's a bad, like one of the, like he shouldn't be there with the group almost. He, he didn't seem like he fit in, correct. Yeah, he, he doesn't, but he's also kind of a little... A well, psychopath. Yeah, he's a little loopy, right? So, in the, in the course of that mm-hmm. film, he ends up no spoiler, offense to my psychopathic friends. <laughs> in the course of that film, he ends up killing Rick Flagg, who's is demonstrably the hero of that group. And I think, yeah, once the, the building collapses on him, he gets shot by um, Bloodsport. He's now in the hospital and having kind of uh, coming to terms with basically everything. Like mm-hmm. you said, like he he wants to re- redo himself. Okay, so here you go. Is that one in the box? Mm-hmm. I've read too. You've read too. Oh, yeah. Is this guy ever going to shut up? Mm, please watch the movie. Oh. Stop yelling. That's not right. Don't do this to me. Why is he yelling? Listen, you always do this to me. You you show up to these places. You put me in a situation. I'm a big guy. Everybody wants to fight the yeah, big guy. Yeah, you are. Hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg, shut your bitch up. <laughs> Mark, Mark Wahlberg? Me? Who else looks like Mark Wahlberg? Your girl? Mark Wahlberg's like 150 pounds. I'm 250 lean. I look like Mark Wahlberg ate Mark Wahlberg. Your muscles aren't a fucking problem. Do you see a yapping girlfriend? Just say fuck you. I will fuck you, all right? I will enter you. I will enter you. You're going to enter me? Did you hear what he said? What are you talking about right now? Just talking about me. You're just talking about raping him. You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Oh, I am about that life. No, no, no. I will get crazy up in here. You like movies? We'll make a movie. Oh, God. We'll make Mama Say Knock You Out, starring my fist in your dickhole. Oh, shit. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? He wants you. Babe, your threats, I'm telling you, they're super gay. Too sexual? Yeah. This has to be the corniest muscle white dude I've ever seen in my fucking life. Okay, Coco, beware. You know what? You're being an asshole. Right? You know what I do with assholes? I lick them. Okay. What, Jay? Okay. One more. We'll do one more. I mean, that's I, the I one that's one essentially that's. Okay. Yep. You know, every single guy I work out with, every 
Hold on, how to go ahead? Sorry, go ahead. Well, he's also. Have you ever seen the movie Blockers? No, I want to though. That, he's that's a good movie. That's actually a really fun. Actually, movie I heard too. Blockers is a good movie. And yeah, uh, yeah he's it's him, uh, Leslie Mann, and Ike Barinholtz are three parents that find out their daughters are supposed to be losing their virginity on the prom Can I night. Up a little bit? Please talk dirty to me. God. Uh, Amy, Come on, just. That's not something I do well. I'm not really verbal. Okay, I'm more. Physical in how I communicate. <laughs> You're gonna be crazy. I'm gonna sound stupid. I don't want to sound stupid. You're not gonna sound stupid. Clear your mind and say whatever pops in, okay? Just try it. Just say anything. Alright. I'm gonna give you my full pecker. <laughs> yeah. Pecker's kind of like my dick. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. I understood what you meant. Okay. Fill you protein. Yeah. <laughs> I'm give you the protein you need to survive when you're making muscles. I'm going to put my green drink in you. Yeah. Beta carotene and vegetable mix. <laughs> Can it not be about protein or, or energy or nutrition? Can you just talk about, like, sex stuff? All right. Yes, All okay. Right. Just sexy stuff. Okay. Right. Talk to me. There's no I in team. <laughs> there's an I in win. Can't spell victory without T R Y. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Okay, these are just phrases for like sports phrases. Are these Nike slogans? Please just. You want the, do you want to just do it? Do you want that one? No. Just have, just have sex with me and say some dirty shit. What is that? Talking you dirty in Chinese. That's what I'm doing. What? I've been studying Mandarin my off time. Meow to Shisho Jin. Do you need to go to the bathroom? Please don't speak Chinese or whatever. Okay, I got it. Okay. Just, yeah, no just. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so picky. No, I, you, you look discouraged and you're doing great. I told you it wasn't going to be any good. Just can you try something else. Yeah. Talk about the first time you saw me. Okay. It's easy. Yeah. Right. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. I was just getting done in the gym. Yeah. You were leaving that pizza place, remember? Yeah. Yeah, and you were holding on to that box. Mm-hmm. And you walked out. Yeah. Oh, you're in those jeans. Yeah. Oh, God, that looks so good from uh, behind. Uh-huh. Oh, from uh-huh. behind? Yeah. Yeah. You look like a dude. What? Oh! Oh! Sorry. So that yeah, that's that's really I, the beginning of his comedy. Career. I'm sorry, I feel like we're in an episode of Boba Fett or something watching <laughs> <laughs> watching others. So so again, yeah. So we've got him. We've got John Cena. When, so we got when John James Cena. when James Gunn was making that, he just he said it just the whole show appeared to him like in a vision. He was just like wrote uh, the whole thing. Without I, even I, getting love, HBO I love proving. The, the intro. The intro song, yes. The, in, the whole, like, the whole, that intro I'm excited musical, about it. That whatever. song is, I've downloaded it. It's in my head all the time. Freaking, that's hilarious. I hated, because I was trying to catch up on all that shit he before I came over. He told them to pick their moves they were going to do. Oh, really? Well, yes, yes. I, I, I hated fast-forwarding through those, because I, <laughs> I was like, I watched the first one. I'm like, If you look, every other week, there's somebody added to the dance groove. Oh, is there? Is You've been paying attention? I, I thought it was the whole cast the whole time. I just said I fast forward. Watch, watch, every... watch the first episode again. There's not that many people. I had, oh. a, I had to skip through it. Well, they showed a lot of people. They showed. I think they, they showed, showed everybody, everybody that was in the episode. Because even Judo Masters there. At Maybe the I just started noticing people because I started noticing. You knew who they were. Judo Masters. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. he was at the end. The detectives. The uh, the police officer. The neighbor. Yeah, the, there was okay. a bunch of people. I think they've always been there, and now you know who they are. Okay, okay, it's just me then. But yeah, it's the the song. The the, the song is uh, "Do You Really Want" by Wigwam, mm. which is a Norwegian rock band. Okay, they were in that that Eurovision contest, 
Oh. And that's how they got they got kind of famous from that. And mm-hmm. so this song's like 12 years old, 13 years I old. I thought the song was loud. Is that solid? Yeah, out? yeah. Okay. And it's like they were just trying to, they called Rock is the New Schlager or something like that. Or New, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like they were trying to bring it back with like a glam rock kind of a thing. And I mean, again, James Gunn is entertaining. Likes his music. But yeah, it's perfect intro. He loves his music. Seeing those, seeing all the characters dancing goofy. Like they're definitely trying to probably get some Any TikTok emotional action, scenes but. in all four of these episodes, any emotional scene has some kind of record going behind it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it, but he's what's smart is he's doing more hair rock type stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's doing an era of music, yeah. which is different from the era of music of of because it really you could argue and say Peacemaker is just a more outrageous version of Star Lord, right? Mm-hmm. He's just a little bit further mm-hmm. and darker <clears throat> and crazier than Star Lord. Well, he doesn't have a spaceship or anything. No, I mean for Earthbound, he's not a half god. But I'm just saying, well, yeah. he's got a you know he's got a shtick, a comedy shtick. I've heard things people saying like watching, <laughs> going back and rewatching the Suicide Squad, which I've not done yet while watching this. That you see little things like I guess in the restaurant scene, he's the only one that acknowledges Rat Catcher's rats and like buys them beers. And like, oh, it's because he's got Pet Eagly, like his his mm-hmm. eagle sidekick that hugs him in the first. Which is and he's so uh, ex- that was awesome. Did you see that he's hugging yeah. me. He's yeah, hugging. I grabbed my phone. I don't want to move. <laughs> Take a picture. It's <laughs> gone. It's like, the fuck is going on here? I love the way they go. You're about to have his best friend go do blah blah, which we'll talk about. They're like, oh, yep. technically his best friend's Eagly. Eagly. Uh, I, yep. I don't want people thinking that Eagly's gonna go do this. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, that was vigilante. Yeah, that was. Uh, um, I like vigilante. He oh. he's actually quite entertaining, and I was like, "Do you remember?" So vigilante Adrian Chase is in Arrow. Oh, I do you remember? I him? watched the first four seasons of Arrow, and I never watched it after that. It might have been the. It was too many flashbacks for me. The <laughs> oh, you got to talk about Boba Fett because they kept having those island flashbacks on Arrow. It and got I, to a point where it was I like, get, you don't I need said, to do it anymore. I said, yeah. "Fuck Arrow," and I stopped watching Arrow. But no, Adrian Chase. But he didn't you watch it? Yeah, all. He didn't need it back to thing. Adrian Chase was the district Adrian. attorney. Remember that he was befriending, or he was like, a, a, I think he was a district attorney or something that he's befriending, but then he was also like the vigilante Dude, going two, around. These two have a tick and what's his name vibe. Yeah, it is. yes, I was, I Arthur. was actually going to bring that up. These that's, two have a tick and Arthur, a good point. strong yes. vibe. Once the, the big whole dumb one, show the big to me group, has that vibe. Once the gun guy, guy comes through and does all the fighting, and looking out for the other guy. Dude, this is a strong Tick and Arthur vibe to me. That's a good point. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't read that or seen that anywhere else. Well, I would say it, took, just, it took the fourth episode from because I kept going, Adrian Chase or like Vigilante is going to be like, he's the more psychotic version of him. Well, I want to get his way out of it mentally. The other guy stole that person, right? Mm-hmm. So he can go do what he did. Like He, he just likes that. Like that whole sequence of them in the woods. Yeah. Why you been gone? I've been saving up a bunch of appliances and they're out, the, out there just shooting everything crazy past each other, blowing things Throwing up. Throwing dynamite Are you behind that garbage can over there? I'm not. Yes, you are. I can see you behind that garbage can. That's not me. I'm not back here. Yep. Dude, I just... Oh. oh, I love the fact that too, the... the Oh shit! What was her name? The one girl says, "I'm like, just go home." Well, I was going to, but now I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I like that vigilante character, and it's a real character. I, we looked it up. So let's talk about episode one. <laughs> yes. So the start of it, Jay. What's the basic premise? He's naked. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, in his, he's in his underwear. Well, he's in his first gown. He is in those. He did, he's in those whitey tidies most of the first episode here, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's in the hospital. We're seeing him recover. He's kind of like, wait, I can just leave. And he, he everything seems suspicious to him, but he's... A, he's like, he's waiting for somebody to stop him because he didn't right. finish his prison sentence. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he only did a couple of years or something, they said. So, yeah, he thought he was going back or whatnot. And so he thought he was going Which free, I like that because he's very, like, cautious. He's walking around with bloody mm-hmm. clothes. His clothes, he, like, hops in mm-hmm. the taxi, gets home. 
has to break into his own trailer, which has, of course, all this Americana stuff around. Goes to see his dad. You recognize the dad, right? Yes. He's, yes, I did. I, I actually like that of him as the dad, too. Robert Patrick, uh, so T2, T1000. Yes, yes. Yeah, I thought... And like, he's super, super fucking racist. He's actually uh, White Dragon, which is a... Real v- character in the comics. A villain, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he's the one that makes all his... Which we now find that his it, silver helmets have, po- different, have different powers. I didn't, I didn't catch that part. What? That he's racist. <laughs> um, it's so funny, because one of the first episodes... He hides it so They're well. like... You might be racist. When they crack the joke, they're like, his dad might be racist. He might be racist. We don't know. And then, like, the next episode, you're like, well, his dad really is racist. Mm-hmm. And they're not just saying it because he's a white male and his whatever age is. And you oh, find out who his you, dad is. Yeah, like, he's got that history. And when he goes, well, when they, uh, that's jumping ahead, though. Yeah, no, we, we can kind of, it's, it's, it's really, it's kind of one story. It's really one story building up. Essentially, uh, he's being re-recruited for a smaller team. Yep. Uh, started by this guy, uh, Clemson Mern, mm-hmm. who was using uh, two people that were so, being punished that attacked Amanda Waller in the end of the suicide yes, squad. Well, the, no, the, the lady that attacked, they were being punished because they helped the squad after she was attacked. Right, because yeah. she wanted to blow up all their brains, but they wanted to, because they wanted to fight Starro. Yeah, yeah, well, she was I like, think, you, your mission's complete, you destroyed the data yeah. that ties us to it, get out of there, which was yep. what Peacemaker did. Yep. And then he just wanted to get out of there, but yeah. then the rest of them were like, no, no, we got to save everybody. And mm-hmm. then that's, yeah. That's so now she got the they yeah. And once her daughter. need her. Once her daughter. So I read a good take on this. Okay. Um, so he's fucked up because how bad his dad is, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the other end of the spectrum on that that's also a horrible person that's got her daughter? Yeah, Amanda Waller. So these are kind of, you kind of get, you're getting both their stories right now, how fucked up both their parents are. Okay. And they both think it's for their greater good, right? Right. His yep. dad thinks it's all for a greater good. Amanda Waller thinks it's all for a greater good, and they're putting her kids through this shit, and it's fucking them up. That's mm-hmm. why you see her losing her losing using, losing her girlfriend or wife. I don't know. I think her wife, partner. Maybe, yeah. And well, she, she said wife. They, she says wife a couple times, but I don't know. She doesn't lose her. She just like she's losing. Well, she's her. losing her because she's pushed because well, they were supposed to do it together. And now she's like, oh, you're better off safe away from me with that, you know. And but it was that, a good. Yeah. It was a good little read. It was about mm-hmm. how both of them have these fucked up parents that both think they're doing stuff for this greater good, and they're forcing their kids into these things. And it was a good mm-hmm. little it's different not, sides of the how they're both incredibly bad people. It's more than right? just black and white. Yeah. Yeah, see. Mm-hmm. So the, mm. uh, the peacemaker, like that's what they call him. They go, oh, you've killed proportionally more people of color than you have white people. Mm. And he goes, well, I've killed enough white people. They go, well, you're not looking at white people enough. He goes, okay, well, I'll do a better job killing more white people <laughs> yes, then. Yes, yes, it's very funny, yeah. And then Vigilantes, his whole thing was like, he kills <laughs> even people that are doing graffiti and stuff. So yeah. like, he needs to pull it back. But he's oh, yeah, also, he, he was all over on his, he though. He cracked some joke. He was, he some said people that about, drop masks, COVID masks or something, too. He's, he's like, like, be happy I didn't see him, huh? Ah, and he cracked a joke. <laughs> and he'd be like, he'd kill him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw that joke. I was like, oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, and what, what, there was that one part where he's saying something about, like, killing, not, not killing somebody or something, something like that. I like the part when Vigilante visited him in his uh, bedroom. He was crying. He's like, oh, you crying, man? Yeah. You're, you're there crying? Oh, I'm not crying, man. You get at least face yeah. away from the whole We're, time. I'm crying. working out on my muscles. <laughs> face yeah, my muscles. Face. My face, why my face is way more expressive than your yeah. How do you know you haven't even seen yeah. my face? Right. Well, he was, he was also like, I'm not turning around. You got your dick out. We're winking it off. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like I'm going to turn around. You're going to spray me in the face. No, I'm not turning Look, man, right here. It's not out. I'm not looking right there, man. No, look right here, man. No, look. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at my dick. It's not out. <laughs> when he's in the scene in the underground, they capture him and they take his mask off. He's like, oh, doing yeah. all his facial expressions. Yes. He's like, what are you doing that for? And he says, well, because if I do a regular face, they're going to know what I'm look like. Yes. And, so if I'm in a lineup, uh, I don't want them to catch, catch me. Yeah, it's it so was, funny. Yeah, would you believe that that guy's a British actor? 
He does a very good no. job. He's the best part of the show. Dude, to not, me, his ninety percent of the actors out there are British. I know, but his voice stylings, his voice stylings remind me of like Kyle Mooney from Saturday Night Live. Like okay. he's doing, like you said, kind of the Arthur. He's doing yeah. a very good, whiny, you know, powerless, trying to act powerful type. But you know, he had parent, parent issues too, right? Huh? He had parent issues also, didn't he? Um, yeah, he, his wasn't as bad because he did yeah. the comparison in the one okay. episode when okay. they're driving around. Okay. Um, he just, I think he's just, I think he is just a psychopath that could be steered properly, maybe like, uh, you know, Dexter or something. Dexter. And so, uh, Peacemaker's trying to do good. He's trying to do good. So episode one, um, one of these butterflies. Uh, well, he doesn't. Yeah, they keep calling Project Butterfly. He meets. He runs into a woman in a bar. Well, he needs. He's told he needs to kill a senator. He's given yes, a portfolio. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hit on uh, the one woman on the team, Jennifer Holland's character. Yeah. Hardcore. She's not having any of it for him. Right. And then she leaves. And right then that's now. When, she, so eventually. No, no. I think she was leaning towards vigilante in that last episode. Yeah. When he, yeah, when well, he got in the car. So that did throw me off a little bit. Yeah, because I was thinking that they were uh-huh. going to do something. But yeah, no, I, no. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But go, go ahead. Um, no, no, you can finish. So, well, I was going to say how he ran to the butterfly. So he, he doesn't know. There's he a looks woman over at the bar. A, he looks over at the bar. Horny. They look at each other. They wink. Then uh, she didn't wink or blink or nothing. I'm not kidding you. I was watching this and I was like, oh, we're going to watch. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I'm in my living room. Uh, kids the, are there. The kids are watching it. We're watching. We're watching um, uh, a peacemaker. Oh. And he goes, he takes her back to the room. And there's that scene where he's bent her over the bed. And you can see her... Yeah, and I pause and I hit stop and I turn on TV. I go, everybody out of the room, yep. and I clear yeah. everybody out. And Daddy's I started gotta wink again. it. And I was like, no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I should have known better. Right. I should have known better. What was I thinking? Profanity, yeah. they know that's, better. Right? That's on you. So right. I didn't know. You know what? You know the other thing though is huh. more than likely Kane was playing video games and the, the side there, so he wouldn't have had no idea until he made a big old fuss over it. <laughs> so and I'll bet you, Lex, but you definitely uh, don't want Lex and Keely. No, there's, there's a there's a big old sex scene. And she's pretty muscular too. She's pretty pretty cut. And they're fighting, and she's fucking him up, throwing him all the fuck around the room, kicking his oh, ass. Oh, she was like growling at him and shit too. Yeah, she's the well, she's one of these. Well, that's after he's doing. Yeah, after they have sex, then he's in the like front room playing her record collection, which he like admires. He loves all the albums. And he's dancing around in his underwear, and then she's brushing her teeth. She starts seeming robotic. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of little weird like Alexa unit with a bunch of flashing lights too. But yeah, and then she's kicking this his little ass. this little um, like monolith type thing, right? Uh, different letter. Which we didn't know, but at first, yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. it looks. It just like, looks like a really colorful vibrator. So he, uh, so they're fighting. Um, he wait, does he get does he get fight out in the parking lot and then he blows her up and she explodes? Well, yeah, yeah. He he makes it to his car and she because she jumped well, out he's the still window. In his underwear too. Yeah, he's still oh, he had the helmet. He he. He had to go get his helmet that yeah. he's picked from his dad, his dad who's inventing all these different hel- helmets with powers, yes, yes, which the movie did not show that, but yeah. now he can choose. And his dad has some kind of extra dimensional portal kind well, of Rick and Morty type room where yeah. he can go in and get all yeah. this. But his dad told him like, when he went there, he said, he told him, went there, said, hey, I need a new helmet. And he showed him like there's like, like he, a dozen helmets. And then he's like, well, which one should I pick? He's like, well, this does this. Sonic this does. boom. Yeah, he kind of tells him. A little well, there's bit a about cut each scene one. at the end too. Yes, the one that kills him. Scabies. Scabies. <laughs> because why would you need scabies for? <laughs> like every man should have scabies at least once in their life. <laughs> so he, he explodes or makes it blow up everywhere, and then the police show up. He goes back into the apartment complex. Yes, yeah. to get his shit. To get his to- shit. And that's when he ends up packing everything up in a room he and grabs stealing this little, all her records and yes. all that stuff. Like right, he just taking her all her rock albums. Yep. She don't need them anymore, and he the, likes them all. The cat cookie cutter. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, he goes, oh, 
<laughs> can't cook it with a storm. Now he's he's like, oh, I'm making some cookies. He takes that little, that little thing that glows, mm-hmm. that little, uh, puts it into a thing. And he's running around mm-hmm. from uh, place to place. And he, uh, the couple, a couple lets him into their <clears throat> uh, apartment. Yep. And they're <laughs> arguing. And he offers to time up. And she's like, I don't mind being. He's like, what do you mean? They are start arguing about her being tied up, how she doesn't mind it. And, and being she, they talk about Cinderella. They talk about Cinderella and her bonding yeah. about music and how she, and he goes, you never talked to me about that band before. I know you like that. Yeah. And uh, they start tied up and they're talking back and forth. He goes like, do you want to fuck yeah. him? Yeah, you're trying to fuck him right in front of me. You're trying to fuck me right in front of me. And it's really, it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Because it he, pays off in another episode. It pays off in yes. another episode. Yes. He jumps out of the thing, out of the window, and falls every other floor. He doesn't jump it's out like of It's like zigzagging balcony. He, he falls out of all these. He takes a beating just about, like, every episode. Like, I mean, if it's not... Yeah, he's not superhuman. He's just built, but he's still... Well, he's like Batman with, like, not as cool toys, right? Mm-hmm. And, well, I guess One whatever his helmet, dad makes yeah. him or something, you know, but... But yeah, no, that was hilarious. So, yeah. so they end up picking him up to get him out of there, right? Right. Um, they find out how she how she found out. They're like, oh, it was a butterfly that knew you were trying to kill. And they're like, no, no, that was just a girl that picked him up the bar. Right. And he had brought up the dossier about the mm-hmm. senator that he had to kill. Yeah. And they're like, well, why did you do that? And he goes, I felt it was safer with me than in the car. But that's what she was reading on the bed. Yeah. When so she goes, I need to kill him. So it just happened. Just, yeah, it just happened to be the way it was. So she was looking for a good time. And just happened to overlook it, and then that set her off, apparently, right? Yeah. So, like, do these butterflies, like, so since we already, I'm jeep, jumping to the next one, or last one, or whatever. They're probably in a, well, we, we see the, they're in a huge part of the population. Well, but, well, so they're suspected butterflies, what it says. And, yes, it's a large possession. But now, are these things, like, controlling the people? or That's are they I'm just not like, sure yet. If they are, like, invasion of the body snatchers. Well, because of that last episode. So they, well, we they don't get, know that, right? Well, they get to the point where they're not, like, we're, we're just getting to learn the team. So you got John Economos, who's Steve G's character. And then uh, he's kind of like, he. F- they want to cover up the whole crime scene. Mm. And he just basically says, oh, all the fingerprints and that car belong to his dad. Yes. Yep. So his dad gets arrested <laughs> He gets arrested, yeah. And they're all mad, like, why would you, we're trying to clear but him. They don't care, they figure it's just a racist in jail, that's the way they look at it, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's just going to potentially give him more trouble later. Um, but they go to the senator's house finally. Oh, oh I'm sorry, and then the, the two detectives that went to the dad's house the first time, right, oh, yes. when they were questioning him, that's when you find out that he's really racist, right? Yes. Like, he's a real prick. Yeah, because the Asian woman is But the, the, those two detectives got a like not as good, but it's a pretty fun little thing that they got too. Like mm-hmm. they play off each other really well too. Yeah, because he's racist and tells her uh, it's a detective song. He's like, you know, oh something about chopsticks, and she goes, oh well, you know, you, you fork user. Yeah, and then her partner's like, well, why you should have said spoon? Spoon's more juvenile. And she goes, but spoons are used all over the world. Right. Yes, yeah, like it's she- not an American <laughs> thing. Forks are definitely more English or Western culture type. <laughs> And he's like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> and I totally, th- but see, I was still thinking, like, the fork thing to me sounded better. I mean, I, I get his point, Spoon making a juvenile, right? Mm-hmm. But the fork is almost like a fuck you. Like, it sounds like fuck you, mm-hmm. makes sense. And like she said, too, that's it, totally 100% American. They, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, European, at least. Well, we'll call it American because that's exactly what they're getting yes, at. Yes. So he gets arrested. He goes to jail. He makes one guy get out of his seat and he sits down in his seat. And then all I thought these people were going to come over and fight him, but then they all kneel and start praising him like he's some kind of grand wizard poop on. Yeah, 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 like, like white, dragon. white dragon or something. Yeah, yeah. So. That's exa- well, yeah, that's exactly what it was, right? He's got no powers though. He's just we. I mean, I would assume his suit far, has something. He, we we see his suit at one point when they go back to the house to get into the room. They pointed it out or something. That's uh, the actual. That's actually what it looks like in the comic books too. Uh, Vigilante pointed out, was it right? Yeah, because okay. he's with them. So then. Uh, 
they, they, they go to the senator's house to... Uh, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Yes. Vigilante also made me think of Kick-Ass. Yeah, it makes uh, you think of Kick-Ass, yeah. too. You know, like the kid, like the yeah. nerdy kind of kid, and then you put him in a, like a suit, you know? Like, yeah. Although this kid, kid, Vigilante can fight somewhat decent, right? I mean, yeah. he did okay. And he's, it. yeah, skilled with weapons. He ends up being the person that they, they go to the job to kill the senator, and if the family exhibits any signs of being butterflies, he's supposed to take them all out. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, I go, well, then if you guys are all trained killers, what do you need him, him for? for? I was he's the one messing stuff up right now. He right, and he's like, he goes, you don't have my peacemaker symbol on there. I can't do it. And he goes, they're like, just try it. He goes, if I draw it, it looks like a ghost. I have a feel. I, I kind of feel like they're using him as the the scapegoat. Fall guy, right? Yeah, exactly. He'll the, be the fall guy when it's all said and done. Yes, yeah. that's that's kind of like how I took it. Because yeah. yeah, they're all, even though. See, this is the other part too. They were also supposed to be the uh, in the room. Where they betrayed Amanda Fuller, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're just like text, I guess, or whatnot, whatnot, they're not really like field operatives in a sense, right? So, Harcourt seems more like one, but yeah, she was, yeah, but initially she was in still, the yeah, she was still a tech in the office or whatever. So, that's why I was like, well, maybe they got him for the field agent, like to be the actual like muscle on the ground or something, right? But I do feel like they're gonna like drop it all on him. In the I end. think so. This is what I think is gonna happen they're gonna try to drop a lot on him, and her daughter's gonna take a different route and not let it happen. And they're going to be like their own little team. Yep. But yeah, so we still have it. He's about to try to kill the senator, and they're like, kill the kids. And he keeps talking about how the ones. He goes, what oh, is yeah. homely? <laughs> but I feel even worse killing that's that butt, one because it's a butt kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cute ones come out of the b- b- vagina, and the ugly ones come out of the butt. Yes, the butt yes. baby. Yeah, the butt baby. <laughs> so Vigilante has no problem going up, sniping them all. Just starts killing them, yep. Kills the kids, kills the mom, and then they're all, because they're all butterflies. And then the senator captures them. Well, I'm, I'm calling BS only on one part. What? That first shot when he hit the when he hit the wife, I think should have probably killed the dad. Should have went right through and hit yeah, the dad too. That bullet should have went through and killed the dad. That's too, like that's too. like a fifty cal right there that right. he was using. That dad that's like like a baby big boy. So he, they're all trapped in the basement or some other like maybe through a portal too. It seemed like there's some well, kind of I feel like that was um, so like whatever the alien technology, the butterfly yeah. things are alien. It's obviously oh, yeah, some sort of alien. That's we do their, find out. We find out because the other woman that he's in that apartment with that was flirting with him with the Cinder- talking about Cinderella <laughs> records. Yes, both vigilante and and uh, but vigilante and keeps his mask on, right? Which I was going to be. That was hilarious. Like he's just that's the best part. He keeps his mask on the whole time. Which also jumping back to was when, uh, oh shoot, what was her name? Um, Harcourt, uh, Harcourt, Amanda or? Fuller. Oh, uh, 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 Leona. Yeah, her, her daughter. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, you're a vigilante." He's like, "Oh no, I'm not." Like, you just change your mind <laughs> because you're walking funny. He's like, no. "He goes, this is how I walk." So she's like, "Now is, is she like?" I guess I was was going to ask about that too. Though, like she says, she's got a skill set. How she got there, whatever, like that is—is is she actually like supposed to be in line for like a field operative type thing, or is she just like analyst? Really smart, too. Yeah, like a really, really smart just, analyst. Or she knows no. She she said, kept saying she doesn't do weapons, but then she's maybe she's high on the EQ like to relate because she ends up doing that later. Um. So yeah, the senator has him trapped in the basement. He's torturing vigilante oh, to get oh peacemaker, and he goes, "Well, humans are always emotional, and we'll defend the person." Who goes, "Yeah, go ahead, cut off his toe." He's like, "You can't cut off my toe, because I'll keep falling down." Right, he'll walk funny. And he's like getting walk. zapped. He's getting zapped in the balls, and he's like, "Go ahead, zap him hard." You know, do it again. I'm not I'm giving never, him. I'll never talk. So I'm like, that's like that. That's an alien misinterpretation on how uh-huh. that shit's supposed to work. I'm thinking because yeah, he was torturing the shit out of him. It was hilarious. So they end up coming in, rescuing him. He shoots him, and this, like, butterfly flies out of his head. 
Yes. Oh, we and we also head. zoom past the um the the martial arts dude. Uh, oh, judo master comes out and disrupts things. He whoops everyone's ass there a little bit and. And until then, uh, Steve G, until Economos hits him with a vehicle, and so they've got him trapped. They go have the, th- I think the threesome was before that with the one woman in the apartment. She also had one of those like Alexa electronic units. And they push a button, and it looked like it turned into a little spaceship. I thought that was that was the one he took home. I thought. I think that was before they went to face off against the senator. It was no, the no that, no no that was the woman that was the married woman. They had well, the threesome the, with. The, the one that they had the threesome with, though, but that was um, that was the thing that he took from the woman's apartment. I'm oh, he brought it with him. Well, I'm. Are pretty, you sure she didn't have one too? I don't think she had one. Oh, okay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she didn't. I think that was like everything's safer with him. He's like, I feel like he, if he thinks it needs to be protected, he's going to take it with him, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's why. He, yeah, he brought. Yeah, man, that's a good point. Yeah, because he brings the dossier with him. He's bringing, mm-hmm. and he also tells them he killed the butterfly, but he has the butterfly in a jar. He kept the, yep. And now he's back in his apartment. The and eagerly tried taking it. <laughs> the senator's dead. His family's dead. Um, the uh, vigilante. That's when Adebayo, when Leota uh, Waller's daughter starts going. Okay, well, the father is going to reveal that. Hey, just check my fingerprints. It isn't me, and it's going to track back to to Peacemaker. And they want to keep that not happening. And so she really very. I liked how subtle she was mm-hmm. about protecting him that way. So then. The vigilante Adrian Chase goes over to like a bunch of police officers behind a prison, oh, which was hysterical. Smash the window, so they arrest him. Well, yeah, she did a very. It was very subtle what she did with to get him to do exactly what she wanted. And I think that's her skill set, right? I think that's kind of what they're going to hint is she just mm-hmm. understands people, and mm-hmm. he ends up getting arrested, so he can go in there and basically either take out uh, his father or stop his father from revealing anything. And that's what I love. That's when I went. Okay, this guy's a bad guy, but he's not. I mean, still, you're like he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Because vigilante, I thought maybe he's too dark, and he peacemaker's gonna be the one that pulls him back. But he still is has some yeah. sense of right and wrong. Yeah, but it might be just a fact too that like, okay, this is like his in his mind, this his is his best, best friend's friend. dad, right? So like, there might be something there that held him back from that, or like he said too, like when no, no, uh, I mean he was trying to take. He would have. I think he would have. I think no, he they would. warned him. They said. His dad can fight. Well, his you dad. Said, you said vigilante here to get killed. Like his dad's a killer, or the guy. Yeah, White he, Dragon, I mean, and he took out the other three guys pretty easy. But I like how he even came and he goes. He goes, "Hey guys, uh, let's talk about our favorite mm. contributions oh, of, they went of back uh, and forth. you know Black oh, Americans to culture yes, and yes, stuff." Yeah, so it was it was very well to get right right under their skin. Uh huh. Well, because that's the way I looked at it too, and that's how it's so it goes to show how smart he is too, White Dragon, right. You know, like he goes in there, he goes, he basically sat down to instigate them to attack him, right? And mm-hmm. he calls them out on it after he took his three friends down. Like, oh, these these three idiots on video show, showing as the aggressors. Yeah. yeah. He goes, well, I ain't falling for that kind of thing, right? So, like, yeah, it's, it's he's not just a killer. He's also, like, really smart about it, too. You know, right. Like he's, maybe he's going to buy his time, whatever, or he's just going to sit it out. Oh, no, that's deal. a good so, point. And, yeah, he's not in any dire straits because he's bro, got a Well, we know he can be the big bad guy in season two. Maybe. Yeah, so, yeah, now we've got, uh, he's, so uh, Peacemaker has told his team that he killed the butter, butterfly that flew away. Mm-hmm. We find out he's got it in his possession. And then uh, they're supposed to be, uh, uh, they, Judo Master's been captured, but he escapes and he's kicking everybody's ass. Then Adebayo finally shoots him. Yeah. They made a but big he's not deal. Dead. Well, hold on. What he's about to Judo say. Judo Master escaped just to get some chips. Let's just put that in. <laughs> 
The Judah Master really loves chips. Yes, he does. Oh he ex- my God! When he, he was escaped th- for chips. When he was, and he got shot. When he was thrown on that peacemaker. <laughs> what the hell did they put in those things? That's <laughs> yeah, getting his eyes. Flicking at him. <laughs> but he escaped for chips and got shot. Just put, I want to put that. In and he was gonna. He goes, oh, you don't know the truth about the butterflies, and then he got shot. Mm-hmm. But he's not dead though. He's because, not dead, right? Because he's gonna move his liver up to take his place of the heart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that's what peacemakers. <laughs> so I believe him. But they took him back in the house, and it looked like uh, the one dude was hooked, like, like catching him, him up or healing him. Yeah. yeah, they're healing him. Yeah. So they're like, so he's he's obviously he's going to be doing something more. I mean, he's in the opening credits too, so they've got obviously more plans for him. But um, the very very last shot we see at this point is I then. Saw, I'm sorry, I was like, what is he going to do? He's like two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it shows you what he can do, Danny. <laughs> yeah, he, he was... will fuck some shit up. <laughs> And then the very last shot, we finally find out Mern is uh, Butterfly. And he's the one that headed this whole project and brought it to Waller's so attention. So did he become oh. Butterfly halfway through? Did he just or become was, Butterfly or was he already? Or was he a Butterfly? I don't know. I guess that's what we'll have to find out. Because we'll the question is, can a person that's affected by a Butterfly turn back? Because otherwise they're killing innocent people too. Or can you get that Butterfly to come out of their system? Like, yeah, is it like the worms? Is that one Butterfly bonding with... Um, Peacekeeper. It seems like it. Well, he got him high, though. Yeah, he got him high. Yeah. He's getting him high. He, wrote, he got the eagle on one side when he's on the ground crying. Well, he's it, going through some shit. Did, did yeah, you talk about the flashback already? I'm which sorry. Which part? About the, oh, oh uh, I was, was going to bring that up. Stab him. Yes. And then him, was that I didn't him, bring that up. So. Was that him fighting his brother and, he, and his, he killed his brother by accident kind of thing? His brother I broke into that, a seizure. That's him and his brother having an altercation, Yes, right? I think that's what it was. And his brother fell, broke into a seizure, choked and died. From his own kind of film and stuff like that. So the scenes are there's a flashback. So he wasn't remembering how fucked up his dad was, right? I think he blanked it out of his memory, right? He just that's my dad. I love him. I love, I, I love America. I love my dad. I have yeah. to fight no matter and kill anybody that stands in the way of those things Plus that I love. Don't. Which is kind of weird that it's yeah. synonymous type of thing. So America, I mean his dad, made him kill some guy in, uh, with a knife in the basement as a dad sat back and grinned. Uh-huh. And then later he was taking those like tendencies to where him and his brother had an altercation outside. And I guess he hit his brother because he shows his brother fall back, hit a rock, starts spinning up and choking. His brother dies. And he's conflating it with the Rick Flag stuff, too. Yes. So, yeah, he's definitely going through some shit. You're like getting the redemption tour for a psychopath. They want basically to take somebody that is, again, a likable actor in a unlikable role and make that role maybe more likable. Nobody and, mm-hmm. is better at that than James Gunn. Mm-hmm. We talk, I talked about that with Internals, right? Internals try to make you care about these characters. I gave two shits. It was just too much. Two shits about any of them. They right? really need, we oh, talked about it. We needed little episodes beforehand to give little, here's but, the 1500s and what they did. Here well, is the year 1200 and what they brought it did. up on the radio. I was, as I was driving into work, uh, my other job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about this and they said like they just throw too many characters at you at one time and you don't care about any of them you don't care about any like, of them like pretty much like we said but it's just kind of you know you're hearing it from somebody else too that mm-hmm. you know saw it and kind of like we're ahead of our time on a lot of shit we say here I just want you to know we're well, just not famous like, yet yeah you heard it here mm-hmm. first but, but I mean so, but James Gunn can have a movie with superheroes make you care about him instantly because whatever Bond whatever he does in his movies makes you care about him and it's the same timeline everybody else is getting same amount of time it makes you care about those. Well, people. it's still you're talking five or six versus ten. Eternals was ten people, you know. So there is, mm-hmm. and they well, were, that's just the ten main superheroes, right? Not including all the other. How many little, people were in Suicide Squad? But we only needed to know the five, right? Okay, oh, why couldn't they do that six. in Eternals? Why did they try to make you care about everybody? Because we killed, they killed them all, and I know, but he did the same thing. So how many Suicide Squad members were there? There's like five or six on one team, five or six on the other. But somehow he makes you care about a few people before the movie ends, right? Eternals didn't do that at all with anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't I, care about the other team as much. But you're not supposed to care about everybody. 
But you're supposed to care about somebody. But you, but you also sort of know Rick Flag and you know Harley Quinn, so you got mm-hmm. two down already. Yeah, but I care King more. Shark's a big, goofy character, so he's yeah, but different. You, but but also, Polka though, you have, pitiable. Char- but you have some of these characters that were already in, like, say, Arrowverse or Flash, like... And not to and, mention people that have read the comic. And I mean, Bloodsport right? is sort of a version of Deadshot. I was just going to say, too. I didn't know the, notice the difference between the two. I mean, yeah, okay. Two, two, so I think I think that's two the, completely different actors, two completely different characters, and but the they skill have sets are different, right? Mm-hmm. For everything, Thanks. everything in Suicide Squad, the skill sets are decidedly and different types of people. We talked about how the skill sets aren't different between Deadshot and Bloodsport and Peacemaker. Enough. I mean, Peacekeeper. <laughs> He's like, well, those are my abilities. Right. Why do I need you here for? Yeah, you, oh, I just yeah, do better. Yeah, just, right? I do what you do. But yeah, I when they're walking through the, all the good guys, not knowing they're good guys, <laughs> killing them all. Because I'm thinking in that scene, I'm like, why are oh. these people fighting back? Why aren't they ready if they're bad guys? And it's like, oh, shit. They they're, have the killing competition. They're, they're the, the rebels. Uh, re- rebels, yeah. But this show, I'm in love. I, I think I'm in love with anything James Gunn does. He does a very good mixture of um, bringing people together, right? His movies have black, white, Chinese, or you could say Asian um, Hispanics, and he brings them all together to this <clears throat> complete storyline. He does it with every one of his movies, I think every one of his shows. I just think oh. he's really, really good at what he does. And there's this message. There's a there's multiple messages in everything he mm. does, right? And I just Eagles this guy too. is just this guy is just mm-hmm. to, yeah. This guy is just so fucking good at what he does by making you care about people. Oh, John that, Cena, this character, this tick character. Hey, I, no, I, you know what? I'm just gonna bring this up real quick. Is that he only showed the one girl's little dogs for like a, a minute and I fell in love with those dogs. Oh, they were you, so cute. Did when you they like were the argument? Up. Whose dogs? The, when they were making fun of the girl because like about her dog, like, oh, what kind of dogs do you have? Are they big dogs or oh, little Leo, dogs? And Leo she's Leo like, oh, they dogs. got little dogs and dress oh. her up and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah, they yeah. showed them the one they time. They go, does the one, yeah, the one in the costume. <laughs> well, one of them likes wearing a costume. <laughs> do you pet the dog after you put him in the costume? Yeah. Well, they're wanting to be petted and be validated. They just think that they have to be in the costume. And then you get the scene later where you just see that dog sitting in the background in a costume. Which... Did you talk about how you said uh, that uh, Wookiees have teeth in their assholes? Oh, okay. and it's and it's canon. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's canon. It's canon. It's canon. And then you talk about with him and a neighbor arguing back and forth. You're no Batman. You're no Dark Knight. Yeah, you've no. Co- you co- had no co- rogue co- coterie no, of bad guys. No rogue. No wo- yeah. rogue. Uh, well, I love how he said why he doesn't though. Which yeah. is just, which is a great. Because I kill all my bad guys. Yeah, he's like that's why I don't have any. He goes because of Batman and his laws. There's a lot more dead good people out there because he doesn't know how to kill the fucking bad people. Right, mm-hmm. and it's a hundred percent true. That's oh, that's so good. When he was going yes. at it with the neighbor. Oh, I, yes, I mean honestly, like when you look at though, like it depends on what side you're really looking at from, right? You can. But he's right though. Either way, but Batman, he is not wrong. Batman lets that that bad guy breaks out again. That bad guy kills a ton more people. Oh yeah. Because he doesn't want to kill yep. that one person. But in the same vein, if so, Batman... So inadvertently, Batman's killing all those people. Uh, but if yeah. Batman killed bad guys, then he'd be no different than the bad guys. So that, that, that there, is um, the, there is the line. Batman is a bad guy. And did you talk about how he went back and had a threesome with that lady in her Yeah, we, yes. yeah, we talked about okay, that. Okay, right, that was great. We'll talk about was, it again, though. That was awesome. It was so funny. This show, oh, it's clicking on all cylinders for me. I think, I, I still think it's started off stronger. It was more interesting, and it's kind of at a point where it's sort of spinning its wheels just because it's an eight-episode thing. I don't know... I'm not not enjoy. I'm enjoying it, um, every episode. But it's like it feels like each one's a little bit, little less steam to it because it's kind of place setting everything. We'll see what happens going. Well, I feel into like the next I one. feel like it got a little bit more serious though. Right. I think Go, that's going exactly into it. the the family thing. You well, him with the with, he's kind of in his own emotions, dancing however fuck he dances, being the size mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he can flail or be <laughs> be sexy with those arms and how well he can be smooth, flowing those arms around. Uh, but him dancing, he's in walking there. around with somebody's thighs on his shoulders. That's dude. It's, <laughs> and again, with man, there's nothing. Listen, the most dangerous bad guy on the planet 
is the one that thinks he's doing everything for good. Mm-hmm. Hitler thought he was doing everything that was good, right? Yeah. And Amanda Waller is so fucking dangerous because mm. she thinks she's thinks she's doing everything for the better good, mm-hmm. but she'll do anything to get that done. And she's just dangerous. She, there's, they're painting a picture of his uh, dad and her almost. You're, you're these just are the same person. Parallels, female. Yeah, yeah parallels of each other. You're just saying you're just hating on her because just she's no, a dude. I love Amanda Waller. I am for Amanda oh, dude, Waller. She's she's America. All the I way. told you, Batman's scared of one person in the DC universe. We talked about this mm-hmm. before, right? And I've told you, it's Amanda Waller. I love me some Amanda Waller. Oh, I thought it was the mirror. So, <laughs> whoops. So, <laughs> I think so far, Crickets, yeah, the butterflies. <laughs> uh, I think so far this is a great entry. You're uh, saved. <laughs> Oh, he's the cat interrupting died. cat batteries dead. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with so this much when we're for not nine here, lives? Dude. I don't know how you What do you do it? when we're not here? <laughs> <laughs> Clicks the shit out of it. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's hands. four years old at this <laughs> point. Uh, I guess so, yeah. We're closing in on our fourth, eight, and fourth cat year years, how old is that? I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other last thoughts on this I love so this far? show. How many episodes is this? It's first it's, uh, eight episodes. We're halfway through. Okay, good. I like it. It's definitely better than Bubba Fett. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Each one's been entertaining. I've learned a little something new in each one about the characters, so that's kind of like important. Like I, you keep, you keep like going. I'm, my mind's kind of blown. Like Jennifer Holland, that it took this to be like her big kind of break. Like to me, it's she's really which, good in that. She's hardcore. She? hardcore. Like I thought hardcore. Yeah, I thought she oh, would not parkour. Be, be from somewhere else. You and know, like John Cena was doing, or Peacemaker was doing some parkour in there out the hotel side. I don't know you call that parkour. He was falling. That was he just didn't nail the landings, but Ever. that's still parkour. That is not Ever. a single one. Yeah, we talked about that too. He, he gets his ass. He like he gets fucked up on like every episode, every single one of them. Dude, um, he's, one, he's the tick. I'm telling you. He's I know. No, I, I'm totally with you. I got that same feeling. Like if you want to set it, I was gonna bring it up because I. That's exactly what I thought of. Like he's he needs a blue suit. He's an author. And the other guy needs an author suit. The little yeah. Butter- I, I swear wait, to God, wait, I thought, is author a butterfly? He's a moth. moth. Oh, we were close. Close. Very close. Oh. Butterflies. Oh. Eh, butterfly, moth, what's the difference? <laughs> but yeah, I, I was reading like an article talking about like the advantage DC, such the advantage, like DC wanted to be Marvel so bad, DCEU, mm-hmm. with Justice League and tying everything together. Mm-hmm. And everything just pooped the bed so royally that they're almost in a better place because they can just do whatever and loosely tie it together and nothing affects the other things. Oh, when he brought up like Matter Eater Lad, you know, that's oh, a character. Like yeah. That is a character. He was also in Teen Titans. Uh, he eats everything. Oh, for the record, Matter Eater Lad can eat anything. When I mean eat anything, he can actually bite into Superman. Okay. So that's how powerful Matter Eater Lad is. Yeah. He can bite into Superman. I remember seeing him on a list where Polka Dot was like the weirdest DC and Marvel characters, and he was definitely on that list. So was Polka Dot Man. So like years ago, I, I before all these people started getting some kind of mention in mm. the universes, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm aware of them. But uh. And I like that the whole argument too, like, yeah, so yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt he, he ate a whole Wendy's because they didn't get his order right or something. And he said something else, and then he he, ma- he mentioned something else, and I'm like, you go, Vigilante did that? Like, no, no Matt, that's not Vigilante, it's Matt or Edelad, but I don't know. It's funny. Um, any of the last thoughts on? No, I so love far? the back and forth, the writing for the back and forth. Let's, did he let them ad lib that, you think, maybe? Mm, I don't know if John Cena seems like he adds up a lot of his shit. He might. It's like we just yeah. saw, right? I mean, he goes on talk shows wearing that uniform. He's like very, again, he's thirsty in this world. It. Just well, I've seen a lot of things that he's done where they were like these slapstick wipeout. Heavy. He was even on the wipeout. Oh, he's TV on the show. wipeout. We, nobody's saying he wore this costume for that show. Why not? Oh, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool did it. I guess that's and true. He's, that oh, he's pretty funny on that wipeout show. Make, I love watching wipeout. By make, the, the, way. the playing with famous people is—they're oh, so scared that. They put themselves into a certain thing and be stereotyped into that role. 
I think you just need to run with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like why? Why would you be afraid of getting uh, like type being casted. known and well, typecast? Michael, like, Michael Keaton was scared of that, and now 20, 30 years later, he gets up under on, on college um, graduations, and dances on them, and he does these speeches at these college graduations, and he ends with, with "I am Batman." Yeah, now you now you regret not oh. running with that. And right? now he's coming back as in the yeah. Flash, which is probably going to be one of the better things about that movie. Yeah, but right. I'm not. Hmm? I, he's coming. I know. In the Flash, Flashpoint, he's going to be in Flashpoint. Oh. He's a major character in Flashpoint. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. I think that should be it for this for now, and then we've got another another, another one next week. So back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.